0: Suicide Zen Forgiveness, the pod that shares the stories of those affected by suicide. Lost a loved one? Attempted it yourself? Did you know that when you share a burden, the load is lightened? Come listen in with your host, Elaine Lindsay. Suicide Zen Forgiveness, the podcast, is for education only. Some of the subject matter could be triggering for those that are needed grieving or in a poor state of mental health. Please call your local suicide hotline or mental health office if you need immediate help. Hello. Uh, It's good to be with you again today. Today, I'm bringing to you a very special guest. Her name is Laura Stack. And Laura has started a foundation called Johnny's Ambassadors. This is what we'll be discussing today. So without further ado, I'm going to give you a little bit of background about Laura before I bring her on screen. Laura was best known in the business world for her professional moniker, The Productivity Pro. Her 30-year career as a keynote speaker, best-selling author of eight productivity books, and corporate spokesperson came to a screeching halt on November 20th, 2019, when her 19-year-old son Johnny died by suicide after becoming psychotic from dabbing high THC marijuana concentrates. Laura responded by forming the nonprofit Johnny's Ambassadors to educate parents and teens about dangers of today's high THC marijuana on adolescent brain development, mental illness, and suicide. Her platform now brings education, awareness, and prevention circulation to parents, drug prevention conferences, community groups, and schools to stop youth marijuana use. She's a powerful speaker who brings Johnny's personal warning and solid research together in her new book, The Dangerous Truth About Today's Marijuana. Johnny Stack's Life and Death Story. Described as a force of nature and un- with unstoppable drive and unwavering purpose, Laura's determined to get teens to stop dabbing. Welcome to the show, Laura. Thank you. Thanks for that very kind introduction, Elaine. Well, I think it's important for the audience to get an understanding of not just who you are and who Johnny is, but from whence you came, because I I think it makes a, a big difference to the mission that you're on. Well, having
1: been a professional speaker for the past 30 years, I was very fortunate in that I understood how to run a business, uh, events, how to brand, how to get a message out to the world, media, PR, social media. You know, I really was equipped to be able to take this mission out very, very rapidly. Uh, When Johnny died, it was uh, in November, and in May, just six months later, we formed our nonprofit. And that has been uh, a gift in itself of healing uh, to be able to do this work uh, and to completely pivot uh, my business. And now speak about this topic um, even more passionately than I ever did in my productivity work. I still speak on productivity, but I am now the full-time executive director of Johnny's Ambassadors, and so I actually have to take free time to do my for-profit <laughs> work. I'm much right. more of this work because it's impactful and it actually uh, makes a huge difference and saves lives.
0: Absolutely, and I think that's the most important point there is save lives. I have to say Okay, and we'll get into this, but uh, dabbing, that was a, a new term for me. Yes, most people,
1: it's a new term. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't been to a dispensary in the last few years, <laughs> you don't look like the type that uses marijuana, Elaine. No. Uh, <laughs> you would not know, but you know, everyone who has a loved one in their lives who is an adolescent, uh, before their brain forms fully at the age of 25, they must know about it so that they can be educated enough to have the critical conversations, especially grandparents, parents, uh, teachers, therapists, and and to really be aware of what our youth are faced with out there and the the messaging that marijuana is harmless and natural and uh, healing and many people buy into this false narrative and sometimes actually encourage or get marijuana for their children, believe it or not. Hmm. So dabbing is, uh, is a new term. It was never around. Uh, in Ooh. fact, the uh, the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment didn't even track dabbing in its Healthy Kids Colorado survey until 2015. Wow. So you can see how very new it is. Um, so Elaine, it's it's the new marijuana. Um, it is no longer the plant. The chemists have learned how to strip out just the psychoactive chemicals yeah. that are in the plant and they toss the plant. So there goes the natural part, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's now a chemist game instead of a botanist game. Uh, and And the difference is the potency. When I was a teen and uh, we would get some marijuana, I used it a couple times in high school. I didn't care for it. Uh, it was about 2% of what is called tetrahydrocannabinol or THC. That's the psychoactive yeah. part of marijuana. So the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, what everybody thinks of who's our age or older, who thinks of marijuana, they think, they think Woodstock, they think yeah. love and peace and and it's wonderful. Well, of course, back then it was very low in potency. Since then, the plant has been bred to be more and more and more and more rich in the THC. And now they they take solvents like butane, and they run it through the plant just to pull out the THC, throw the plant away, and then they create products out of that mixture of THC. So things like shatter and butter and dab. It looks like earwax sometimes, like, or it could look like a glass, like a shatter, or it can look like a cake batter that's called butter. Uh, and they're named typically after their consistencies, how they're made and how they uh, may taste. But don't get me wrong. These are not plants. These are chemicals. And so that's the first thing I think that it's important for everybody to know who has a youth in their life, that this is not the same marijuana. It's very similar to taking a cocoa plant, making cocaine and turning it into crack, right? Right. It is a very different drug. So when you say marijuana, make sure you understand exactly what you're talking about.
0: And and I wanna be really clear here, you are talking about THC, you are not talking about CBD.
1: CBD is the second most common um, uh, cannabinoid Cannabinoid, in the marijuana plant, and it is not psychoactive. Um, However, we don't yet know all of the. You know, as you know, it's not regulated. um, Hasn't gone. Yes, hasn't gone through all of the FDA approval, but all of the CBD has mostly been bred out of the plants. Um, The CBD used to be kind of a protective factor in the plants. It used to contain roughly equal amounts of THC and CBD. Uh, In these new products, there is no CBD um, in most of them. You can find some with CBD in them. Uh, But it's kind of a buyer beware. You know, they've tested a lot of CBD products that don't actually contain any any CBD. Um, The interesting thing about CBD, it can be um, extracted from hemp. You know, you can get hemp plants, which are not psychoactive, very low THC. However, they can now take the CBD and turn that into other psychoactive products. Now there's Delta 8, Delta 10, and Delta 12. Um, mm-hmm. THC is Delta nine. And so it's just how the uh, the chains are, what's closed on the different yeah. chain. And But yes, people are surprised to know that in hemp plant, you can take CBD and convert CBD into psychoactive plants. And mm-hmm. because they are legal in um, the Farm Act of 2018, our uh, legislators a little sleep at the wheel. The FDA just now came out with its first warning on the psychoactive components that can be made uh, from CBD. So we do have to be aware of that as well. It's a scary world out there.
0: It is, and and I'm really glad I asked the question because I think it was important to get that out there. Because a lot of people just assume that CBD is used for good but obviously, that is not the case.
1: Yes. And there's some um, studies on when it's used in its pure form as isolates with liver damage and possibly even suicidality. Uh, in addition, in certain environments, CBD can actually convert uh, to THC. So there's, there's still so much um, research that needs to be done. But we're primarily talking about Delta 9 tetrahydrocannabinol yeah. THC, which is the marijuana plant, not the hemp plant.
0: And, and an amped up plant at that. Yes, very amped up,
1: even even just the plant itself. Uh, one botanist has bragged now that he has a 40% THC strain of plant, which the botanist always said it would never be able to hold, and he claims that it does. But there are very commonly 30%, 35% uh, flower. And, and yeah. so itself is a hard drug. So it's not just the dabs, the dabs are just much more potent, 60, 80, 90 THC A crystal, which looks like crack, is 99.9% THC. Uh, One producer says that he has created an oil uh, for vape pens, they call carts, a cartridge is a gram, uh, that he says is 100% a THC oil. Uh, and, and these, and our children are using these in Colorado. You can't get alcohol to your 21. You can't yeah. get tobacco. You can't get jewels, but you can get marijuana when you're 18. Um, there's a racket here that, uh, you just go, we call them the pot shop docs. You go to your pot shop doc and, uh, you make up some malady when you're 18, you know, have a migraine or have a backache or whatever you have uh and you are given for several hundred dollars it's quite profitable uh, a medical marijuana card and the 18 year old then just walks into the dispensary and it's uh, perfectly legal for them to buy shatter wax and dab when they have no physical uh conditions johnny was perfectly healthy when he got his med card he did not have any uh chronic or debilitating conditions and there are 4,000 teens right now who have these uh, medical marijuana cards in Colorado, Um, and then they go and sell them to the high schoolers, they sell their products and uh, they become the local drug dealers. You can get marijuana here at any high school in about five minutes.
0: Well, something really important there. While you were talking about dab and, and you said butter and shatter, I assumed obviously incorrectly that this was sort of off market not the things you get in a dispensary oh no it's illegal saying-
1: yeah this is not there's nothing being added to this this is nothing laced this is this is a legal uh product it is unregulated they do not have any caps Um, on how potent it is. You know, our voters, we all thought, you know, oh, we're voting for Woodstock weed, right? Like nobody even knows that this stuff is even out there. If you're over 24 years old, it wasn't even around when you were in college. Um, And now that starting in 2015, uh, this stuff is being tracked, we're seeing that smoking in our youth is going way down. Dabbing is going way up, 156% increase in dabbing and it's the potency. And there are no studies, Elaine, that show any medical benefit Mm -hmm. in a high potency uh, product. All of the FDA approved versions of THC and, and, you know, Marinol and some of those Sativex, they're all very low doses of pharmaceutical grade THC. We're talking like 2.5 milligrams versus a dab can be a hundred milligrams just in one a serving of Dab. Uh, if you get a cart of 80% vape uh, and you've got 800 milligrams now of oh marijuana in that cart and they're going through one a day, uh, it's it's incredibly toxic. Wow. And the problem with these products not being regulated, there's no cap yeah. on the potency. Uh, the, the industry just very quietly came in and snuck in these products because they want people to be addicted clearly increases addiction, cannabis disorder. And the problem with the youth is that their brains are still forming and it causes great deal
0: of harm. Yeah. Wow. Um, It's a lot. It's a lot to, that's a lot to take in. Yes. Uh, absolutely.
1: And there should be regulation. Um, in Colorado, we just passed, House Bill 1317 regulating marijuana concentrates. I was proudly there when Governor Polis signed it. I own his pen that he used to sign it. Uh, And starting in January, it will be a little harder for 18 to 20 year olds to go through this, you know, sham of uh, medical marijuana. And they're just using it to get high. Um, So... It's not that we're trying to make it illegal again. We're not trying to put people in jail. We're not, we at Johnny's Ambassadors are just working hard to educate parents and teens about this new marijuana and the very uh, potent products that they are, that it is different. It's not just weed um, anymore and that it can harm youth. And being able to get it at 18 is extremely dangerous.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that seems way
1: too young. Yes. Well, now they're saying boys' brains don't stop forming until they're 28. That would make sense. Because girls are, you know, they say they mature faster. So theirs are done by 25. Yeah. And so when THC enters the brain that's still forming, it disrupts what's called the endocannabinoid system. And the THC molecule looks very similar to our natural cannabinoid called anandamide and so it tricks the brain into thinking it's the real thing and the thc molecule is actually able to bind with that receptor wow so that's the problem it blocks then the natural anandamide which now cannot normally regulate yeah. Uh, the body's natural processes and arrests, it damages, brain damage, the prefrontal cortex, as well as the uh, amygdala, anywhere where there are CB1 cannabinoid one receptors, very rich in the brain. Yeah, And MRI studies have shown that youth who use marijuana between the ages of 14 to 19, they did MRI of them. And depending on how many times they used, they're brain cortices were thinner Wow. Uh, than people who did not use. So actually stunts the development of the mind. Wow. It's very scary and That's no one absolutely. really knows about this. I'm in Colorado, so we know far more about it, but if marijuana is legalized uh, nationally, we have a big problem on our hands and, and a lot of education that needs to be done. When the CB1 uh, receptor in the amygdala, which normally regulates emotion. When marijuana gets in there in a child whose brain is forming, it creates anxiety, paranoia, panic, and indeed psychosis, which is what happened to my son. He started believing the mob was after him, uh, became very delusional, thought his phone was listening to him. He thought everybody knew everything about him. And uh, sadly, that's how uh, he died. He died thinking the mob was after him in an acute psychotic attack. And three days before he died, he came into us and he told me, I just want you to know you were right. And I said, about what? He said about the marijuana. He said, you told me it would hurt my brain and it has ruined my mind and my life. And I'm sorry. I love you. That was the last uh, that he, he issued his warning. And then he was dead three days later. So I just appreciate having this opportunity to talk to your your listeners and, yeah. and tell them about the work we're doing at um, Johnny'sAmbassadors.org and to please educate yourself. We have everything's free: the videos, toolkits, uh, you know, different tip sheets, white papers, anything that you can to use. Read the research. Google marijuana dabs. Google dab rig. Um, Google marijuana wax, and just look at these products so that you can see it's uh it's not your
0: granddaddy's weed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, very good point. And uh, we will make sure that all of the links and everything that you need to be able to contact Laura and Johnny's ambassadors will be in the show notes as well. There's also a book, Laura.
1: Yes. Well, after Johnny died, it was COVID, uh, you know? Yeah. We got through the holidays. We went and spread his ashes uh, in Maui, his favorite place in the world, um, brought them to the ocean there. And then COVID hit uh, in March and being in the speaking business and training business and being in the middle of my grief uh, and just starting to really talk to other people about what happened to Johnny and the dabbing that he was doing and the psychosis and how it led to his suicide. I started writing because I thought, you know, I'm going to forget all this. And for me being a writer, uh, and having eight books before I know how to write and I know the writing process I understand publishing. And I went and found a publisher and I thought, you know what, I'm going to actually write Johnny's life story for him. And it's his entire life. It's 300 pages. It's dense, but it is a riveting account of everything that happened in every detail. And then it weaves in 176 citations. So during the story, I will present why that happened and what's the background behind that and have them read the science. Uh, We have a scientific advisory board at Johnny's Ambassadors of all medical doctors uh, who are involved in cannabis science and advise our work. I'm not a clinician, although I feel like I have a clinical. And by writing the book, I'm hoping to get it into the hands of any parent um, coalition, legislators, you know, anyone on city council thinking of bringing marijuana shops uh, into their into their city so that they know, hey, that's going to be right near uh, a school, more available, more accessible, looks like, oh, it's safe. It's harmless. It's legal. Right. Uh, It just sends the wrong message. And I'm really just hoping
0: that we can warn a lot of people through reading that book. I think that's incredibly important. And I know I'm actually surprised. I have said this a number of times this year. You cannot go anywhere here. You 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 know, in any community, there are marijuana shops everywhere. Everywhere. It, it yeah, was like COVID Normalized. a couple and and you know because it wasn't yet legal and they didn't have their licenses and now it, it just everywhere you go well um it's an interesting field trip
1: elaine if you just walk into the front door of one of those there is no difference between the medical marijuana and the recreational marijuana. They are the same marijuana. Marijuana, marijuana Mm -hmm. is the same marijuana. In one side of the store will be the medical, and the other side of the store will be recreational. Mm -hmm. The products are the same. So that's one thing people don't understand. You just pay less if you have a medical marijuana card, uh, and you can get more. That's the only difference. Um, And just go look uh, for yourself. And you'll see the plant, the flower, the weed, right, off to the side kind of behind the counter uh, and on display are all of these chemical uh, extracts, concentrates, vapes, dabs, shatters. And you will be shocked uh, when you are in the dispensary going, where's the marijuana? That is the marijuana. That is today's marijuana. And it's in every uh, edible that you can think of. They make it in suppositories. You can, the children use that before they go to high school, tampons. Oh uh, any orifice you can think of They make inhalers uh, Where you just inhale THC You, They make it in eye drops um, They put it in uh, Drinks, they make them in powders You can get elixirs Sodas any Anything that you can think of Bathing, they have them in bath Bath, you know, you can put them in your bath As salts, bath salts Not to eat, but to put in your bath and go through your skin yeah. um, It's, uh you will be stunned and and i hope that people do take me up on that and go to the dispensary yeah and go see for yourself
0: wow yeah I'm, i am literally gobsmacked because i didn't realize it was so chemical it's just a chemical
1: yes and they try to get the the solvents out of it uh but you will see like on the back of a, ba- a bag of shatter you know read what it says in the ingredients, you will still see butane, propane listed as ingredients. They cannot get it all out, and it does the toxins, the poison does go oh, into your brain. Yeah. Um, and it does say on the back of the products, there is no guarantee, you know, of efficacy of because um, they're, they're they're not regulated, and it's perfectly legal. Um, the the government has completely turned a blind eye to it. And the marijuana industry is laughing all the way to the bank because they yeah. are in the pockets of our legislators um, with taxes. And people are snowed thinking, oh, we're going to get so much money in taxes. The healthcare costs are four and a half times any of the money um, that we get out of taxes. My own son's just his care was three hundred thousand oh dollars. And God. it's absurd i mean every day in the emergency rooms here we have teens who come in with acute psychosis uh vomiting cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome chs uh that causes depression anxiety bipolar and and our children we we are going to lose many many generations of of children um unfortunately like big tobacco it took 60 years Mm. before people go oh okay i guess it is addicting right the lies that the industry wow. told um, now are continuing. All they did was buy out the marijuana. Uh,
0: uh, company. Yeah. Now yeah. It's, it's funny because the as marijuana. you talk and, and talk about this, it reminds me of those that huffed paint. Oh, all kinds of crazy stuff. And, and like, like years and years and years ago, they, they were just the fringes. They were not, a lot of people but it fried their brains brain yeah and this is very very
1: toxic and for a youth brain it's poisonous again we don't get into the whole politics if you're 21 and it's legal there is never a scenario where marijuana is harmless for anyone but you know if you're if it's legal and you're an adult you know you do what you want with your own brain but for the youth who are using it here one out of every ten middle school Um, And half of our high schoolers uh, using it, it is very dangerous. And we have to um, take a stand and have a zero tolerance uh, policy. And parents really need to make sure that they're not enabling it, allowing it, um, turning the other way. Oh, they're just just weed. It's not anymore. And you could lose your child.
0: Yeah. And and that and I did evidenced here. Yeah. Um, Many, many have.
1: We had 100 people testifying at our 1317 hearings took nine hours and that's just colorado that's just colorado now yeah, it was legal here first but it's coming yeah. it's yeah. coming and
0: you'll start to see the results with your youth also sadly yeah so i i think you know it's unfortunate uh, the timing yes. yeah, my heart goes out to you and your family about johnny thanks but johnny's going to be other kid's angel. He is already
1: saving a lot of lives. You know, yeah, I think he's doing very important work here on absolutely. earth still in his, in his memory. Yeah. And uh, we're getting the warning out. We have 3000 ambassadors now. Wow! And uh, we're growing very quickly. And we want to uh, start educating doing train the trainers and getting other people, you know, I can't do it just me. So I'm no, no. Uh, getting a whole group of ambassadors to go out and start giving talks. And uh, we're just going to have to grassroots it, you know, yeah. one person at a time talking about it and getting, making sure that our kids don't use it because addiction is an adolescent onset disease. Yes, it is. Just suddenly decide to shoot heroin when you're 60. You know, you
0: yeah. just, yeah. you, you do it when you are, when you're young. When you're young, absolutely. And I think it's important to say another word to grandparents. Don't expect your kids to parent well. Sometimes you have to pay attention. Sometimes you you may have to step in. And take
1: your grandchild out for lunch and have a conversation about the marijuana. Tell them you watch this show and they will know about dabs. Yeah. Uh and and talk to them and tell and point yeah. blank, you know, at state your concern and, and have that talk that they may not be having with their parents.
0: Absolutely. And and to me, it's educate, educate, educate.
1: That's right. You
0: heard it here. Now go learn more. Thank you. And be sure and check out Johnny's Ampassadors.org. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm and I'm just going to be sure before we wrap up that we have that on the screen so that you can go there and get all the information that Laura has offered and talked about. Laura, I know your your time is precious today. I thank you ever so much for coming on the show. Of course, thank you. It's
1: my honor and uh, my pleasure, and hopefully we can get a
0: couple people to go and do some more research. Hopefully think- read my book too. Absolutely. Read the book. That will be also, the book is right up there uh, on ambassadors.org forward slash book. You can pick that up. And I want to be sure that everybody, you know, take a moment, take a beat, check on your kids, check on your grandkids. Be sure that you know what's going on and you educate yourself as well. I'm Elaine Lindsay. I thank my guest Laura Stack so much for being with us today. As always, make the very best of your today, every day, and we'll be seeing you next time. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on your favorite service. Suicide Zen Forgiveness was brought to you by Truel Social Media, the digital integration specialists. Let them get you on page one in the search results.